of the passions, cruel and ignorant of the heart. Men use the gods to be masters of the masses. Find eyes of divine tyranny as art. Why do you call me a godless heathen? Never judge you by the things which you stand. Promise of salvation, threats of damnation. This is the willful ignorance of man. Hello, all you beautiful creatures of the night. Welcome to the Satanic in Nature podcast. We are sin. Our subtitle is The Gay Agenda, Baby Eating, Witchcraft, Polyamory, Drugs, Rock and Roll, and Anything Else You Might Consider Offensive to Society. It's going to get weird in here. I'm Tomoe Belmont. And I'm Cora Howell. We are Satanic in Nature in every way, and we really can't help ourselves. We are part of two awesome satanic communities called the Infernal Society, and that is international and based online, and the other based out of the Tucson, Phoenix area is called Hail, Arizona. Hail, Arizona also welcomes people from all over, but takes local action in the area. It is that time of the episode where I have to say that if you would like to support us in this podcast, please go to patreon.com slash satanic in nature and Join our first tier. We would like to give a big shout out to our first two patrons who joined us. Thank you so much, Trent and Sailor. Yay! By joining the first tier, you'll get access to the bonus content and you will get regular information on the goings on with the podcast. You may even get to help decide what our next topic is that we want to address next. There's no end to the number of subjects that we can go into. And really, we have trouble deciding on our own. Besides that, we have had some people reach out to us on email at satanicinnature at gmail.com, and we'd also love to hear from you. Now we're getting into our episode. Today, we are going to be getting into polyamory, which is something we both definitely have in common. Before we get into this, let's define for you what this thing is. According to the Oxford Dictionary, it is the practice of engaging in romantic and typically sexual relationships with the consent of all the people involved. Consent being the keyword. No, we are not just out here cheating on people, y'all. This is a real thing that people do. Uh, I myself am in a relationship with two fantastic people right now who put up with all of my dumb shit. Sometimes there's a third person but that's okay. It is what it is. Your relationships are what you both need them to be. And it's very important that you have the communication open between all parties to make them whatever it is you need to make them. Absolutely. I mean, I have, you know, one current partner, but I go on dates with others all the time. I think that's one of the key things is making sure that you're communicating about it. Right. So does she, she also has a boyfriend, right? So she does the same for me. It's something that's mutual, right? It's great that, you know, we have this open style. It's, it's kind of fun, you know, she'll come up to me and, you know, be like, Hey, I'm going to go out with this person tonight and we're going to go have a good time. Or I'm going to go on the, uh, this weekend to this different place with them. And you know, you know, usually my response is like, awesome. Thanks for telling me. Hope you get laid. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So easy to kind of give an answer and actually just to say, I appreciate you and I trust you. And that's the big thing is trust and communication. Yes. Yes. It's very rewarding. 
Um, except there are times where you're going to fuck up and your partners are going to gang up on you. And it's usually very comical for me. Uh, <laughs> it's the littlest things where I'll do just something stupid and then like they'll tell each other about it. And then they both make fun of me. <laughs> oh no, they're they're talking to each other. Oh no, like <laughs> <laughs> I actually really love it. Um, a couple yeah. of weeks ago, I I took them both out because I wanted to go get bubble tea, but I wanted to go get bubble tea with both of them. So we did, and it was great. That's amazing. And n- <laughs> no, not every poly group can or polycule, if people want to call it that, can actually do that. And not everybody's that comfortable with each other. However, it's amazing when it happens. It's amazing when you can just be with people and there's no judgment. There's no jealousy. You're just, you appreciate the people that are around you for the type of relationship that you have. I think you get something a little bit different from each person. So it ends up being something that like really helps to just fulfill different needs that you might have, right? I think it removes the pressure. Like, honestly, I, I can't even remember the last time I actually felt pressured in something in a relationship. It's kind of <laughs> nice. It's it's one of those where I feel so blessed to be able to just sit there and be like, ah, like no one's going to give me shit as long as I tell them about it, as long as I'm upfront, as long as I provide that consent and provide that communication and talk about the boundaries that I have with my uh, partners, right? They're going to be like, yeah, go for it. Have fun. Enjoy life. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, my One of my partners has a whole other partner who I met this past week. And frankly, I think they're cool as fuck. Um, and I want to hang out with them more. But anyway, <laughs> a couple weekends prior, we both slept over our other significant other's houses. And on the way, we live together, me and this partner. Um, and both <laughs> we both kind of went, all right, be safe, have fun have good sex. It's dick o'clock. And then we left and went on our <laughs> respective ways. <laughs> yeah. I think that that's kind of the fun thing for me is that love is not a finite source, right? Love is no. not something that, you know, you can have to limit yourself on and to be able to go there and just kind of be with this person. Right. And that per- other person understand that that doesn't take away from your relationship with them at all. Right. Yeah. No. It's not a, this is not a starvation economy. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. This is not that. I think that that's the fun thing is, you know, this whole concept of the one soulmate, like if you get that, like, awesome, good for you, but that doesn't mean that there's others out there that wouldn't be just amazing for you as well. And to me, it's very selfish in monogamy. I feel like it's not for everyone to go to polyamory, but at the same time, it felt very selfish when I was in it, at least for me personally, right? I, I can't say that's every other person's experience, but it was the jealousy, the things around this person where person is only for me. Right. And to me, that is something that's taught, not inherent. Who the fuck said that we had to just be with one person? No one. It's again, one of those things, and this is why it's a satanic topic that kind of stems from religion again, right? You you don't have to be this way. And in fact, if you look at nature back in the day, that humanity wasn't that way. It's only like 
recently with this kind of Western culture pervading over all of society that we've kind of stuck ourselves in this crap. And I think it doesn't have to be this way. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) Absolutely. And it hurts my heart to think about like, first of all, guys, I don't know if any of you know this about me. I am vehemently against the concept of marriage, the whole purity culture behind it for women fucking blows ladies be safe do you and do who you want to do um that's all i'm going to say about that but it's just this weird binding contract that was established to uh, protect land and like property for specifically a man and like the man's family lineage so fuck that um i'm not doing it stupid historically it's also patriarchal right like it completely like essentially makes the woman submit swear to submit to the the husband right in some cases turns her into property yeah not i'm not Not with that not my thing right and then the church got its hands on it and brought god and everything i no not for me fuck that fuck marriage Plus, Sorry, like, went on a tangent there. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Plus, I like meeting people. There's there's all kinds of cool people out there in the world. Now, sometimes it's not so easy. Sometimes it kind of goes sideways in the sense that you get together with somebody and you're like, it was nice to t- chat with you, but that's not right. But in the end, like getting on the dating apps, you never quite know kind of who you're going to get in the end, I feel like. But oh boy, overall, <laughs> you know people tend to be good but it's not everyone's for you but and i think that that's kind of the thing though it gives you a chance though to meet some new people and and given the way things have gone over the last two years it's not always easy anymore to meet people out in the wild so to speak so nope we're kind of having to resort to these online things and apps and everything it's kind of interesting too i've i've sat down like with people in my past and like heck i i think i used part of my dating profile in the first episode of this show so (laughs) you know it kind of is fun to basically go out there and meet other people and kind of put yourself out there you never know who you're gonna meet and you get poly you know saturated and you can't have as many people or, or you have so many people that's fine to stop but for me i have one partner and i go on plenty of dates with other people now do i like dating apps no, no, I do not. <laughs> they are a unique fucking help. Um, weird little fact about me, guys. I never really use dating apps or sites. I'm just one of those people who will walk right up to you and start fucking talking and see what's happening there. Except for one time, I think oh, no. back in like February of this year, I decided to be like, what's up with Tinder? I downloaded it, did my little thing, made my little profile, just basically described myself much like I do in this show, the polyamorous satanic witch, blah, 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 etc. I got 325 notifications in like a 24-hour period and got so overwhelmed that I just deleted it. <laughs> That's uh, <laughs> the funny part for me is that I had... Okay, so this is the funny thing for me. I 
I'm panromantic demisexual. I like both genders, any gender. I had to take men, cis men off of my like thing because the moment I was out there with like some cute pictures um, and getting back on Tinder, it was just like you said, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of likes immediately. And overwhelming too much. I'm like, I don't just want men. I want to see some likes from other people. So like, where are they? And I paid for like the little bit higher tier so I could see what likes I got and who they were. And I would scroll through and it'd just be this whole like list of just man, 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 man. And eventually I'd find like one girl who'd, you know, like me. And I'd be like, all right, I'm just so sick of seeing dudes. I got to talk to this person. Right. And and then I'd swipe right. Like, you know, just t- oh, Tinder. Oh, um, I didn't pay for that. And I'm so glad I didn't because I'd be pissed off. I would be so pissed off. I would want my money back. Yeah. I, oh, Tinder was interesting. Time A is a little better, which is like the, I don't even know if how you, that's how you pronounce it. it. It's a weird spelling and I'm probably butchering it, but that one's a little bit better because it's based for LGBTQ people and Ooh. it's meant to be for people that are queer to go on and find each other. And that, that's a lot of fun, actually. I I enjoy that one. It makes it nice in the sense that you know you're not getting into somewhere with a bunch of cis dudes who don't really, at, at times, this is the other thing for me, they don't really realize I'm trans. They just oh. see a beautiful lady and all of a sudden swipe right. And then I get into the comments and I message them and I'm like, hey, n- nice to meet you. And then they actually read my profile finally. Uh-oh. <laughs> Yeah, it was probably a whole lot of that going on in those hundreds of notifications that I just said no to. Did you read it? Do you know the can of worms you're opening? I have two other partners. <laughs> <laughs> did did you see that I like I'm a Satanist? You have a giant cross on your neck. Like uh, I didn't don't mean to judge based on that, but we read might my profile real quick. <laughs> You know, and then they kind of realize what's going on and immediately like, oh, my God, you're transgender or, oh, my goodness, you're a Satanist uh, or, oh, my goodness, <laughs> you're a communist. And it like usually weeds people out pretty quickly. But at the same time, it's like, wow, so many people dislike me. <laughs> like, not in a bad way. Em. Just like, yeah, fuck them. Like, you know, just I mentioned one of those three things and it usually just knocks like three quarters of those guys out. But the number of them that I kind of blow their mind a little bit, and I've had a whole conversation with one of them. I think it was hilarious. I ended up, and this is a tangent. I apologize, mm-hmm. everyone, but it's no, it's great. It. I had a guy who went, oh my goodness, I didn't realize you were trans. I, that's not okay. And I was like, well, what do you mean it's not Ew. okay? Right. You, right. But here's where the conversation went. I said, what do you mean? It's not okay. You were the one who was attracted to me enough to swipe right. And he you know, I was expecting him to block me right at that point, but he continued to chat with me for like three days to three days try to justify how I had just fooled him. And like, no, bitch, like, you know, you're just out here being who you are. And this fucking man is just terrible. No, he's terrible. Fuck him. He's terrible. But I got to, it was kind of almost entertaining at a certain point because I got to kind of <laughs> just mess with them. And I'm like, 
do you think that makes you gay? Like, you know, just to try to try to see if his brain starts to melt a little bit. Like, <laughs> even if you don't see me as a woman, uh, you just uh, were attracted. I I had to pop his little straight cis bubble a little bit just for fun. Um, Everybody needs that. I feel like. Cis yeah. Men, if you're listening, um, we don't hate you. We just want you to maybe not act like that. Right. I, I, <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Just maybe, maybe don't act like this person who said that it's not okay to be trans. Yeah. And if you're attracted to a trans person, it's okay. I have boobs. You don't need to have a crisis of conscience. You're still straight. It's not a big deal. And even if you were a little gay, that's fine. Like, what's wrong with that? There's no big deal. So quit talking like that. And maybe just try to be kind, I think, is the key thing. It's the other thing. People, because there's no separation, are just kind of mean at times on dating apps, I feel like. Yeah. And the funniest part about polyamory is sometimes you can whip out a mean message to your significant others (laughs) and then it just becomes like a trash fest (laughs) (laughs) oh no i'm gonna tell my boyfriend about you and then i'm gonna tell my girlfriend about you too oh yeah (laughs) it's great like because now you have other people not just one partner but like you have a whole gang of people who are going to be in your court and ready to get the best message out to that person ever it's the best i mean yeah they'll roast the fuck out of you too when you fuck up like what i do but they'll roast somebody else that much fucking harder for you and bet that i'm that girlfriend too (laughs) definitely like watch out people he'll take you down i uh seen it um (laughs) you seen it (laughs) yeah exactly hang it out too much oh my god yes (laughs) uh it's a support system right like i said you get different things from different partners one partner yeah it's not all roast fests it can get ooey gooey i think (laughs) even with i've helped my girlfriend like you know talk through things at times and she's helped me like when i'm stressed right and when i've had other people i was talking to they were there for me right you're not alone you you still get that support for that you would from any other partner but now you might have more than one person that's going to support you in the same way oh it's so cute it gives me such butterflies like i was having I have post-traumatic stress disorder and I was having a particularly bad episode before I, you know, started living with my current partner and she fucking like mailed me a box of candy and like a stuffed animal that looks very much like my cat. Like it could be anything from that to like going over and just laying in bed, eating Pop-Tarts and watching the X-Files and getting very, very stoned. I've done both with separate people and it's fucking great. I can get really, really stoned and watch a very terrible TV show from the 90s with one and watch like an anime and like sew clothes together with the other. It's really quite cute, actually. (laughs) You you guys are just too adorable. (laughs) Stop it like so yeah 
And I feel like you got some skilled partners too. Damn. Oh my God. Yeah. And it's like my partners and their partners are also skilled. There's like, there's someone who like works with glass in my polycule, which is fucking cool as fuck. Already came in handy for me. Like a piece of my table that was glass, just like stopped existing. And then he just did some measurements and now it's a full table again. Um, one's a graphic designer, uh, One's a metallurgist. Uh, one's in healthcare. There's there's a mechanic. Like this is just my polycule, and these aren't people that I'm like specifically dating. They're just there. They're they're um, gosh, what is it called? Metamors. People who are dating. People I'm dating. It's it's great. You I have bring a, something important too. Come on. Uh, I mean, I'm a drug dealer. <laughs> but not 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 like that i'm in medical cannabis and really that's all i'm allowed to say about that um <laughs> <laughs> but my yeah. medicine is my own medicine i'm going to say on the air what's yes. mine is mine um but i give them advice about that too because the mechanic the person who works with glass they're doing skilled labor all day like they're achy as fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah, they get some pretty valuable information for me because I know a lot about cannabis. <laughs> right. And come on, people like we need to we need to acknowledge that it's not, you know, what people said it was back in the 1950s, please. No. Um, um, and I think we need to stop dr- judging people. Mind your own fucking business and stop judging people. That would go a long way so weed has never hurt anybody guys if anything it just made you go to fuck to sleep like that's it yep yep weed tangent over (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah um but at the same time like the people who are there to support you all have skills and they all are there for you i just can't even express the help that that is you may have a really bad date for crying out loud and come home and they'll be there for you on that. Yeah. It's, um, and just sometimes you just have a shitty fucking day at work and you just feel like, Oh my gosh, this is the worst. How could I possibly turn this day around? And then bam, you have like a squad ready to do it. It's the fucking best. Like my, my nesting partner, is a fantastic fucking cook like i don't i might actually gain weight because of this like this is gonna be great um guys i've been about 100 pounds for like the last 10 years of my life it's impossible to put weight on me but it might happen um great food right yeah yeah i come home and there's always something just fucking banging waiting for me Right there in the fridge. Here we go. Like, let's do this. And I'm just like, wow, what? 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 <laughs> How do I repay you? <laughs> oh, right. I'm the driving gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, I think that's that's the fun thing, too. I get different stuff, like I said, between different partners. I, I think I even just gender wise, I feel like I get 
different things from men um, and different things from women. And I get different things from non-binary people and I get different things. It's just a whole different perspective on the world. Communication styles are different. The, the way that my partners are, is just so, uh, I mean, it's a completely different relationship. It kind of, yeah. I may have to talk to, you know, one person one way and a completely different way to the other, just because it's not because I'm any different, but, but but basically because you know they appreciate a different way to be spoken to right yeah there's different communication styles between like bonds and then there might also be different boundaries as well and both are equally as important can i just say also it's really weird when a couple uh is together and the they start to become like each other and use each other's phrases and shit and (laughs) Like, at least this might prevent some of that, like, because you have to go hang out with a different person and therefore you might not also just turn into your partner. Yes. You get to retain a lot of your individuality while expanding your your base knowledge, really, because everybody's different. You know, every single person you meet knows something that you don't. And like I said, with my nesting partner, uh, she also finds books. Like, there are so many books in my house. As a dyslexic person, I am like, my brain is exploding, but y'all, I do love to learn shit. And she just whips out all this weird knowledge that she has from this particular skill that translates over to, like, a strange amount of things in my life. Uh, The sewing the the spine making like she she could use tools like a woman could use tools who's not me i feel less handy you know i'm the handy driving gay what's happening Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but she just has these amazing fucking skills and just goes i could do this with this and i'm like i'm learning so much shit right now (laughs) what's happening i feel like just so happy to be honest ever since I became Polly and I don't see that going away anytime soon. And I agree with you on the marriage front. Fuck that shit. Fuck marriage. Yeah. When I came back to polyamory, I was trying to do the monogamy thing for a while and the person's fucking great. It's just, you know, we just didn't work out. It is very possible to be too perfectly decent human beings and just not work together it's so fine we're still friends in fact this person is kind of in my polycule too he can stay there perfectly fine with that and now i just have these two other people who i'm dating right now and it's really fucking great and i want them to continue busting my balls the way that they do (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I always get asked ridiculous questions by monogamous people too about all of this, like all the time, like mm. crazy things. Like, how do how about this? Like, what happens on Valentine's Day, right? Well, you make plans. Yeah, <laughs> communication. I yeah, I don't know what to tell you. You make plans. I might hang with out with one in the beginning of the day and hang the, with the other later in the day. Or maybe they have a partner that they want to go out with that day and I can go out with my other partner. It just takes a little bit of problem solving and communication. 
Yeah. And everybody's schedules are different too. You know, we're all adult, adults here. We all have jobs. Um, it's fucking, it's wild. Sometimes I don't see some of them for like days at a time and that's perfectly fine. Um, some of them have kids. Most of my partners don't, but um, some of them do. And how can I, just some random fucking person, just be like, no, don't spend time with your kids. Spend time with me. Fuck no. I'm never going to do that. Please spend time with your children. I have other partners I can hang out with. And that's the fucking beauty of it. You can spend time with your kids. You're not going to hurt my fucking feelings. I want you to spend time with people you love. I'm going to spend time with people I love. Win-win scenario there. Right. Um, One of my favorite things that people ask me a lot is like, do you ever get jealous? Do they ever get jealous? (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, we do. It's just we acknowledge it and tell each other like, yeah, I'll get really fucking jealous about this. Can we spend some more time with each other or whatever it is? The, The bottom line is we talk about it. You mean like adults do? I yes. just <laughs> yeah. Being, yeah, being polyamorous does not make you immune to jealousy. It just makes you a little more ready to look at it. And I, I also feel like not only ready to look at it, but also ready to just, you know, once you've talked to it and they've addressed your concerns and you've talked about what boundary you might have or what like thing that you may need from them the jealousy just goes away mm-hmm. it doesn't stick around and fester and become something that's more yeah you solve the problem together and then it makes the bond that much better right and that's the beauty of it is that i didn't you know me being dumb earlier in life right didn't realize just how important communication was and being if they want to know something they can always reach out to me and ask and see how things are going. Again, there's that level of trust too. Absolutely. The, just the trust is the best fucking part. I feel so, this is going to sound weird, but when someone falls asleep in my presence, it's like, it's like a cat, you know? Cats mm-hmm. don't sleep around individuals they don't trust. I'm over here like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> just like, this is great. Huh. <laughs> I also have those weird moments where I get home and like I've either just gone on a date with one of one person and I am just hanging out with my other one and I just sit there and go I just feel so good I have these amazing people in my life and how did I get so lucky and how do I have this awesome situation where I have that trust and I have that communication and I have all that stuff. I, I feel good. It's very fulfilling and rewarding. Um, and even when you have the not so good times, right? When you're like disappointed in them for something or mad at them for something with the jealousy thing, you talk about it because you have that trust. And then even though those conversations might not feel good at first, afterwards you feel better you feel that much better and sometimes when it doesn't go the way you want it to go 
and you just go to the other one and cry, you know, you still have that too. It's, it sucks, you know, you don't want to ever cry on anybody's shoulder, but it's nice to have that. Um, mm-hmm. You ever feel like your communication got better after, you know, you became poly, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because I feel like there's just a lot of awkward shit that I could just barrel right into and be like, hey, we got to talk about this. It's yeah. I mean, I'll give you an example of one that I had that was really interesting, right? I, I'd been dating my girlfriend for a little while and she was going to come see me for the first time and like from traveling out and like because we met online which is awesome and amazing and it's it's long distance but you know we've made it work and made it something that's beautiful and you know we go on virtual dates and things like that to the top of a mountain or whatever it's the cutest when you tell me about these things (laughs) (laughs) and i I had my surgery in March and they came in April. Right. And I was not going to be able to have sex or be intimate in the way that I would have liked to with them. And, you know, I, it wasn't a big deal. Like we took, we talked about it ahead of time. We had a conversation and they were supportive of me the entire time. I was doing dilation. I was dealing with Aww. pain and they took care of things for me that, you know, I was struggling with at the time and it was beautiful and amazing. And it, it, we were able to talk about it before the problems happened because, or before someone felt wrong about things because we just are open and honest with each other. It's so beautiful. Uh I'm like gushing over here. You guys can't see me, but this is so good. I love love. <laughs> <laughs> also, you get that giggle whenever uh, we we talk about this too. The yeah. the 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 oh my god! I'm in, I'm in this giggle like <laughs> <laughs> that one. Yep. There oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but like, yeah, I really love love, and this for yeah. me is. I, I can't contain this. I can't. Neither why should can. I? Yeah. Why? And why should we? Like, why should we? And that's why it was such a great topic to talk about today because there's so much shit going on in the world. Sometimes it's good to sit back and go, oh my goodness, like, this is something that's beautiful in my life. We could sit here and talk about all the bad shit that's happening out there because there's a lot of it. But oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially for us uterus having individuals with this yeah. past week as of the publishing of this, but uh, we'll yeah. get into that another time, I promise. Yeah, I'm sure. Yep. And, uh, you know, even on my end, the trans communities, it didn't stop there either. Nothing. Nope. <laughs> right. So it, it's what keeps me, and I think a lot of polyamorous people saying is that those hard things are difficult to deal with but we have our people mm-hmm. there are days where just like everybody else yajon feels fucking battered just from just about everything and i come home and maybe everything's a little bit okay here when i come through my front door there's all the weird art and the strange 
unique books and just a plethora of weird shit that is my life and her life combined. And we have adorable pets. There's a rabbit and a cat in this apartment, guys. And they're both very cuddly. I feel like things are maybe okay for me when I come home to that. Oh, man. I go to someone else's house where there's not those things and it feels just as okay. And then there's the pets, the other partners, right? Man. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. That part. <laughs> that part. <laughs> I've got my Sphinx, everyone. My, my Sphinx Pharaoh. He's a year old and he's a handful, but he's also amazing. Especially when he comes up and cuddles on top of my boobs. So, <laughs> or sits on my shoulder like a parrot. Now he's not going to be able to do that right now after my latest fresh tattoo. Like, uh, I don't need claws digging into anything right now. That would be not no, good. But yeah. the thing is for me, uh, it's just beautiful. Everything. I can think about it. Even when they're ganging up on me and making fun of me, it's still beautiful. Still wouldn't change it for the world. Um, I think that's all I got on polyamory. Uh, yeah. If you're thinking about it, if uh, someone who's kind of trying to explore and trying to think about something, just do some research. See how you feel about it. Make yeah, sure that you're yeah. ready. Because I think that that's another thing is it's not necessarily something that's just easy to jump into if you've been trained your brain in a certain way, right? Just think about it a little bit, but also look into it and don't judge others for doing so. Yeah, it's... It is a lot to keep track of. Um, Sometimes you might legitimately have to sync your Google calendars. I'm not even fucking kidding you. (laughs) But, you know, it it could be worth a shot. It's If you're looking for something different, try it. And if it's not for you, then now you know for sure. Yep. And if you ever, ever have any questions, if anyone wants to, I, again, want to reiterate, you can always email us at satanicinnature at gmail.com and we'll answer any questions. It'd be kind of fun to get some engagement from you guys on this one and any other topic we talk about. So just get, get back to us. And I really hope that uh, this episode was good for you guys today. Uh, with that, I think we're done. Uh, you know, T, you want to send us off? We're signing the fuck out. Have a good night. Stay safe or good morning or afternoon, depending on where you are. Um, Fuck marriage. And stay rebellious. Also, as always, I just want to give a huge shout out to the band that gives us our intro music standing at the back. Please look them up on Spotify and make sure that they get some love because they're pretty amazing.